the melacha which is forbidden on Shabbat is the melacha that the results are lasting. But if they are not lasting, there's no Torah prohibition. So, for example, if a person writes uh, with a pen or a pencil on a piece of paper, it's going to last. That's an Yisotara. But if you write with a disappearing ink or with uh, fruit juice or something that is going to disappear very shortly, or say you write on a leaf that's going to dry up and crumble and very, very shortly, it's not, I'm not talking about like in a month, I'm not talking about like my mind within a very, very short time, that is a, only a rabbinic prohibition. If a person writes, uh, uh, draws, writes figure, um, words in the sand, or if you write on steam that's on the window, it's not going to last. That's a rabbinic prohibition, not a Torah, prohib- Torah prohib- prohibition. If you uh, tie a knot, which is Kesha Shel Kayama, that's going to last for a long time, that's a Torah prohibition. If you do a Kesha Arai, a temporary uh, ta- knot, that's only going to last a short time, that's a rabbinic prohibition. If it's very, very loose, like tying a tie, that doesn't exist at all, that doesn't last at all, really. You can easily take it out, re- release it, and that's not even that's not prohibited at all. That's as far as the kiyum. A few words about um, so that's I, I, I label this kiyum and grama. That's a few words about kiyum. Something has to meet kiyum. That has to last. The valach has to last. Now a few words about grama. Again, these are just all just guidelines, and of course we're going to speak about these uh, things in more depth later on. As far as the grama is concerned, again. The Torah prohibition is to do a malacha that uh, that you do it, but if the malacha is done from its own accord, even if though you caused it, a grama is a cause, then but you caused it but you didn't do it directly, then that's a grama and it's not a Torah prohibition. And there are certain situations that is permitted to do that, such as Torah gadol. We'll talk about later on if such a great need. So uh, the classic example in the Gemara is that there's a fire and. You place around the area of the fly, fly of a fire, uh, jugs with water, and when the fire reaches there, the jugs uh, uh, crack open from the fire, and then the this water spills out and puts out the fire. That's not a direct thing. It's not directly from you. It's a grama. That's why. That's why uh, that would only be considered uh, to be grama, and if that's tzarich gadol, and therefore be mutar, be permitted. Uh, to prevent uh, loss, a hefzid, or for tzoch mitzvah, or, or, or a great tzorech, uh, other great tzorech will be permitted. If it's not a great tzorech, then, then you shouldn't do a grama on Shabbat. Uh, there's a very important rule here when it comes to grama, and that is that when we say grama, in that it, it, it's, it's not Yisra Torah, and most of Yisra Jorabanon, and, um, and in certain, 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 certain circumstances it may be permitted, it's in those we are talking about areas that the grama is a different way. It's not the usual way of doing it, but if the way to do the malacha is through an action of grama, then you'd be chayav minatar because that's a general action. The example given is a situation of zora, when you throw the wheat into the air and the wind blows out the chaff. So the wind is doing it, right? Not you. All you did is throw the wheat up the in the the the, the wheat the, the the kernels in the air. But since that's the way you do it, Zorah is a Torah prohibition. Because here, it, 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 you could say it wasn't you. You just threw the things up in the air and the wind blew the chaff out. But at the end of the day, that's the way to do the malacha. In this type of situation, we don't say that it's a grama. Okay? A cooking. You could, a person could say, what did I do? I didn't cook the food. I put a pot of food on the fire. The fire cooked the food. What did I do? But that's the way people cook. The way you cook is by putting a pot of food 
on the fire, and the fire then cooks it. That's not a grama, right? So the only grama, the when we say grama, is not in the Isra Torah, is when you do, in the, as I say, do in the Malacha, Shaloke Darka, not in its usual manner. And then we can say, there's no Isra Torah, and the Tzorah Gadol, uh, and only Isra Torah, and the Tzorah Gadol will be permitted. Um, and, and when the Malacha, as I said, is not, doing, is not done in its usual fashion. If it's done in a usual fashion, like the examples are provided, then this is certainly an Isra Torah. Uh, there are other way the, the definitions that people speak about, such as if the uh, if it's directly can be associated to you, then it's your action. If it's not directly associated to you, sort of farther apart, then it's a grama. Okay, so for instance, an example that's given in the Gemara as well that a person uh, uh, removes you you remove a, a dam in the water, and the waters uh, water flows through the released dam and causes an action. So if the act result is a short, immediate, immediate, like in an earlier area, just for, as a quickly result from the uh, from the dam breach. Then we, we the Gemara calls it koach rishon. That's your koach, and that would be considered to be your actions. If it's farther away, then that's koach shini. That's the second koach. It's not directly, and that's a grama along the same lines. It's not just a matter of uh, I, I spoke right now close by and near. And far away, it's also immediate, immediate, and farther down. Now, there's both in geography and space. If it's close to you or far from you, that's one definite, that one way to, def- to 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 define whether it's you or grama. And also, if it's quick or not, if it's a directly, res- it's of a direct result, then it's you. If it's down uh, across time, then it's grama.